guys. Open your ears. And lower your expectations. It's time for a bit much. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode six of A Bit Much. Ooh, hot six episode. Ooh, we're going to bring you some hot, Mm. hot six, baby. 45 minutes of hot six coming your guys' way, which is 40 minutes longer than my normal. But you know what? I'm not going to like, sometimes you like the shorter episodes, you know? Yeah. They're they're better. Yeah, because you can get on with your day. Exactly, you know? So here we are, episode six. I can't believe we got this far. We say that every time, but I mean, no, but it is. It's, it's truly amazing it's that we're continuing milestone. to do this. This is a lot of work. I don't know if you guys realize that. It's a lot of work. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't come this naturally and easy to be this <laughs> we, wonderful. Yeah. We have a team of writers working all week long for us. Uh, giving us all these jokes and information. It's a ton of money. Me and Chelsea are way in debt right now. Yeah. It's crazy. If we couldn't read the stats that yeah. said, you know, one Internet Explorer listener, <laughs> we wouldn't know that they're, they're, you guys were out there. So yeah. it means, it just, it truly means the world. Thank you so much. I love seeing all the dolphin emojis from, not only because I knew people were watching the podcast, but I knew my message of fuck dolphins, they're terrible nightmare creatures, was getting spread to the masses. And I think that message is really resonating uh, with our audience. I did see that someone said I need to get a new favorite animal. So Exactly. I'm like, woke. I did see one person put a shark emoji instead of a dolphin emoji. Um, I hope that was just a casual mistake, uh, Suzanne. Get it together. It's dolphins that have the problem, not sharks. And I don't want you conflating the two and mixing up my message. So do you just hate a lot of animals? Or just particularly dolphins? Well, particularly dolphins. They're definitely top of the list. But there's other animals I dislike. Horses. Don't like horses at all. Clomping around, making a bunch of noise. They're like show-offs. Also, they get their own shoes. Any animal that has their own shoes, I don't like. But they're allowed to have shoes, and I'm I'm not. You don't have shoes? I don't. Currently, I am in in between pairs, okay? (laughs) So. Okay, so what have we been up to this week? Well, I launched another podcast. Which I'm also upset about. Ah, get over it, okay? My store, Anno Me, has a podcast now. I figured it'd be a great way for makers and customers and people behind the scenes to, you know, share their story, get to know each other, yada, 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 you know? Not everything could be dick jokes and tampons soaked in uh, blood, uh, but... Okay. So that's what I've been up to. You know, I've been, I've been doing some more recording and i've been you know editing and launching and no basically chelsea just launched a solo podcast career i see where i stand yeah i'm also looking for a new (laughs) podcast partner if anyone's out there i'm beyonce in this situation like look at her career i'm the beyonce to 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 your latoya i'm sorry latoya i am at least a kelly Rowland. I'll give you Michelle Williams, but that is as far as I'm going. I'll take Michelle Williams. She, she married Heath Ledger. and <laughs> That is the wrong great. Michelle Williams. <laughs> Not in this brain. <laughs> <laughs> and she also didn't marry Heath Ledger, and he's dead. Okay, perfect. Writing, <laughs> writing's on the wall, which was a Destiny's Child reference. <laughs> that I did not get. That you would not know. 
Uh, I am traveling this week. That's my big thing. I'm going to New York City, the Big Apple, guys. Going to be a That's star. That's me taking a bite out of the Big Apple. Yeah. When I walk off the plane, there's going to be a guy with a cigar. It's like, who's the kid? And I'm going to become famous. That's my plan. So why are you in New York? <laughs> For work. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're well on the way to just becoming a real movie star with this podcast, oh, though. Absolutely. They're going to know. They're going to see the talent pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, now I go to New York a decent amount for work. So, are you flying private or pleblic? <laughs> I'm surprised you even ask. I always fly private. Do you have a membership to a private jet company? Because I just learned that that's a thing that you can have. Um, kind of. So, like, there's a private jet company that lets me fly for free. They will actually pay me for flying. Um, them. What are they called? All I have to do is. Do a little like demonstration in the beginning of the flight, showing safety, and then like get a couple drinks for some like like fellow passengers. You know, like clean up. They they like us to clean up the plane to a degree. It like sounds like trash. you're describing the duties of a flight attendant. <laughs> um, flight attendant. Do you sky work? influencer? There's a lot. You could say a lot of different things there, but um, do you work for the company? <laughs> Someone recently told me that Kim Kardashian is like sponsored by Mm, private flying companies. First off, I'm very afraid of flying private because ever since Aaliyah died, it just does not feel Mm. safe. It just seems like very dangerous because the planes are smaller. And I I think this is actually the second time we've referenced Aaliyah's death in six episodes of our podcast. Well, I was playing Neopets when she died. (laughs) I feel like we've hit a cornerstone of your life. Aaliyah's death. death was a fucking big deal, dude. Okay. Dude, I saw. God. Get on my case. Rest in peace, baby girl. Oh. I've been baby watching girl. you. <laughs> I'm the man for the big beat. Hey. <laughs> Everyone loved that. I feel like you could turn that into, I love the pot. I'm a bit baby. <laughs> <laughs> Crying baby in the background. Weird show. Why do you think I, I, I named the people who listen to the podcast Bit Babies, you know? Having that baby crying in the background of that one mm-hmm. song changed my life. I'm learning so much yeah. about you. You didn't know that, how did much I cared about Aaliyah, but I really did. All right. That makes the, the Aaliyah tattoo makes a lot more sense. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. So, yeah, I'm afraid of flying private, but I, it fascinates me, again, with this, you know, you're a sky influencer. Mm-hmm. Like, people like Kim Kardashian are sky influencers. Mm-hmm. So yep, they me, they just have to post about the, the free flights they get, and they don't have to pay for them. And then, you know, what I think would really go viral and almost give them more press than, like, Kim Kardashian being a sponsored flyer is mm-hmm. if they just gave, like, a month membership, like a trial membership for one month. To just a random regular person, like just to, a regular to, to Chad. But the sad part is, is that like Chad works at Best Buy, and yeah. they won't give him any vacation He's time. Like, I got a double. I can't. Yeah, fly he to can't TV. even go anywhere. I can't afford the hotels. Any private flight companies that are listening, don't give your budget to Kim K because she'll actually waste jet fuel, and you'll have to take her places. Yeah, sponsor someone who can't get any vacation time from their hourly job, and honestly, it'll be worth so much more. More bang for your buck, I think. Yeah. But, that, you know, I'm not a marketing genius or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, last time we were in New York, 
we hung out with your parents because yep. you're an East Coaster. You're from the East Coast. I am. And so we got your East parents Coast. to drive up and meet us in New York City and hang out with them. Mm-hmm. And um, I fucked up real bad on that yeah. trip because it was my job to plan <laughs> the fun festivities for the fam. Mm-hmm. And we took your parents to an aborted baby blood orgy. Yeah. By so, accident. Yeah, my Catholic parents um, got to go to a masked blood orgy dance play in an abandoned hotel. We thought this was like, it's it's called Sleep No More. You guys have probably heard of it. Yeah. Essentially, it's like a play that takes place, but uh, the play involves murder. And I, I still don't understand. A lot understand. of murder. I still don't understand why there was like a rave blood orgy with like people uh, pouring they were naked and they were pouring blood onto their wieners and yeah. their chest and like then they full, had this pretend and then there was boobs and actually this is this was not intentional and this isn't why we named the podcast this but you know when I talked to your mom about the aborted <laughs> baby blood orgy and was like oh did you catch that scene you know like <laughs> she was like you know I had to leave the room it was a bit much it was a bit much. <laughs> oh my god! I know. They but, were troopers, though. Like, but they they clearly had a terrible time, and they were just like they were really yeah, that nice. That was about interesting. It. And uh, my dad's trying to bring like Shakespeare into it because it's supposed to be Macbeth, and he's like trying to like <laughs> trying like, to. Well, make, I, think well, I noticed was, uh, the king because uh, King Macbeth. But, like, I'm just like, oh, dad, I'm so sorry. I actually don't really know what your parents experienced because I just ran off in my mask and went fucking ape shit chasing around the characters. And yeah, Chelsea really left us in like two minutes. And then I bailed on my parents too because we all had masks. They make you wear masks so you can't even see who's who. And I had so much shame of like, oh, I can't watch my mom watch, you know, yeah. a bloody murder sex scene. Um, I, did, I felt like I really connected with one of the characters because I chased him around and he was kind of like a shitty character. Like I knew to aim low because like the popular <laughs> characters had like a lot of people chasing them. But this one guy was like had a boring story. That's, so I chased That's him. how we started dating. So I chased him. And then for a while, I was the only one chasing him, and he wiped blood on my face. So and he was like, "I, I, I, think I don't dating. work here. I'm the janitor. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not a part of this." <laughs> we scared the shit out of my parents, and then the next day, we took them on a tour of a church to make up for it, and that they loved. But yeah, I'm traveling, and you are uh, running solo, building a career without me. Well, if, if you're gonna leave me for five days, you know, don't expect me to be here when you come back. Ooh. This is the last episode of. <laughs> <laughs> this this is how you this choose to break up. This is the final episode. This, this would be the worst. Yeah, you I know, just, some people get broken up with <laughs> via text message. You get, get broken up with on the podcast, and then you have to finish the podcast with it, me. It's like fast forward six months, and I just keep on listening to this part, like crying and eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what is that? <coughs> oh man it's time for a smoke break i think it's time for a smoke break oh guys you want a smoky joe update smoky joe update well smoky joe as we discussed has a favorite brand and i'm not lying to you i went a little harriet the spy on his ass and i went out to his normal standing smoke spot and I took some pictures of this little like construction thingy that's there, like a little bucket, because yeah. I think he's throwing his cigarettes in there. Well, I was surprised how little number of cigarettes were in there for how much this guy's smoking. What's he doing? Is he eating them? I think he does eat some of them. <laughs> he eats some of them. Yeah, I think he, you know, 
you gotta you gotta eat sometime and the guy's just always outside yeah. at what at what point is he ordering food you know That's i've never true. seen the man actually eat an <laughs> apple or anything so what's his brand it's marlboro Okay. Which I never Marble really feel like I can pronounce. I don't think anyone can. It's like marble. Marbleos. Marbleos. Marble. It's hard. Um, so here's, but here's what I was really doing. So I took some of his cigarette buds mm-hmm. and I squeezed <laughs> the saliva out of them Ugh. until I had a, a little like jar. A pint glass. <laughs> I had a pint glass full of saliva. Oh, man. I must have took forever. And, and then I ordered a... A 23andMe test. Oh, you don't I just need a wanted, whole pine to do because that. Because I you... wanted to learn more about <laughs> Sir, Sir Smokey Joe. Sir Smokey you know, Joe. I wanted to know this man's origin story. Yeah, like what's his background? Yeah, so I got my results back. <gasps> okay. And do you want to know where he's from? Yes, please. Marlboro Country. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a... When it said risk of lung cancer, it said inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that about him. Yeah. Don't smoke, kids. It was actually pretty fun. So um, we were recording the first episode of She's Seen School. So our friend Jen came over, who's a designer who has a shirt that's in my store. Cross-promoting again. No, twice in one episode. Okay. And we we took her and, you know, she's in our apartment and she's like, is this the window? Where, you know, because the window yeah. story. It's kind of like, a, you know, it's like the first it's attraction like, people win- see yeah. when they're in our apartment. Like, this is the window. This oh, is a big window. Yeah, this is where Ryan played guitar. And we're standing over the window looking out. And then, I, and who's there underneath our window? Smokey Joe. Smokey Joe. And, and the window was kind of open, so I just yeah. kind of like hit her. I was like, there he is. Yeah. She and she was like, oh my God. We're like, that's Smokey Joe. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, I feel like I'm getting like a tour of everything. And so if you come to our apartment, like, it's inevitable you're going to see Smokey Joe. In fact, we were walking our dog before recording this podcast, thinking of what we might want to talk about. And fucking Smokey Joe walked out yeah. five feet away from us right when we were about to talk about him. Yeah. Then we were like, oh, we can't talk about He doesn't even come out the main door. He comes out this weird little side door. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm fascinated. I want to know so much about him, <laughs> but I'm so scared. And I. We should do 23andMe. Is it legal to do to take someone else's DNA and do a 23andMe? No, the 23andMe, you need a lot because you need to like scrape and drool and like do weird stuff. Oh, so it's not. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, so you know, I know these facts about uh, Smokey Joe now from my pint. Well, keep us posted on Smokey <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I mean, that's really kind of all I have to update you guys about because um, you know the man doesn't fucking do anything besides smoke outside and wear casual, comfortable clothing. Yeah, and be awesome. There's and, nothing else to and report. Be the dad, I always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's time to get ghosted. Oh, yes. Guys, I think my store is haunted because it's been like six times now that ADT has called me saying the motion sensor in my store has gone off. Mm. Not my door alarms. There are multiple door alarms for knowing if anyone's come in, but we do have a motion sensor and that's also to check the front glass. Someone throws a rock through it. Yeah. You know, break that and then run in because then the alarms aren't for the door. Anyways, but they have called me like six times saying that they have motion sensor alerts Mm. and I pull up my, like I'm on the phone with them and I'm pulling up my nest cam and I'm like, nobody's in the store. Except that ghost. There's no glass broken. A very fashionably dressed ghost running around. (laughs) Just trying on shoes and makeup and swatching out lipsticks. Yeah, so I'm pretty (laughs) positive 
that my store is haunted. There's a ghost in my store. It's particularly active at like 8.35 p.m. for Mm. some weird reason recently. I've dusted all around the sensor to make sure it's not spiders or anything like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We've done diagnostics. I just have a freaking ghost. Ghost. We should do a seance in MME. Seances freak me out, though. I don't want to open up a portal for a bad ghost to come. I do not want to get possessed. Ghosts I'm okay with, but like demon possession stuff scares the shit. the hell out of me. I think it's like the Catholic roots. Like I'll I'll do like a ghost seance, but as soon as you break out a Ouija board, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh. But that's out. the thing. If you do a ghost that's seance, demon. a bad guy might come. You can't guarantee you're opening a door. You don't know who's gonna come through it. That's true. Scarfhead, I think, said that. I was once possessed by a demon, so Okay. Explain. So let me set the scene. I'm a senior at Villanova. I work on campus, but I don't live on campus. Uh, I had been out with a bunch of my friends. One night, and we watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose. And I don't know if you remember this movie, but it was like creepy, scary movie. And the girl gets all – once she gets possessed, she gets all contorted. Like her limbs go all weird and it's like this like scary thing. So anyway, that movie's in my head and I'm kind of scared. And I'm, I drive to work and I'm really sick. I have like – Terrible throat and fever. So I went to the health center and they said, you have 103 fever. You definitely have like strep throat too. Ew. Here's a bunch of amoxicillin. Here's a bunch of stuff. You need to go home. They gave you moxilla? <laughs> they gave me moxilla. They gave me a bunch of moxilla to help me out. Um, so I hop in my Mitsubishi Lancer and uh, I start. Oh, I miss mm, him. I don't. <laughs> I miss him so much. Piece of shit. Take me home now, Tiny Lancer. Tiny Lancer. His name was Lance Carstrong. Lance Carstrong was his name. Yeah. But I, so I get in Lance. I'm driving. I'm like 15 minutes. I live like 15 minutes away. Driving for a little bit. And then all of a sudden my right hand just goes into a fist. And I can't open it. And I'm like looking at my hand like, what the fuck? What's going on? And then that fist kind of like balls up against my chest and I can't move it. I'm driving a car. So I'm like, what the pull over. fuck is going on, right? So I start looking for a place to pull over. Like, all right, I got to go off this. Philadelphia line. highways are notiously dangerous, yeah. too, for pulling over. Like, Your real. whole state is two-lane highways. It makes no damn sense. It's because it was built like so long ago. There's only two roads and they never updated it. But right now I'm driving. My right hand is completely immovable. I can't do anything. My left hand starts tingling. I go, <gasps> oh, fuck. What is going on? I pull over. In time, just enough time, I can't even even get the car into park because now my left hand balls into a fist and pushes up against my chest. I so wish I you guys could see just how Ryan's contorted right now. T- let's take yeah. a picture. I'm really acting it out. <laughs> we can take a picture. So now both hands, I cannot move. I ha- I'm in a car. I am not in park. And I'm like, I'm getting possessed. This is exactly what happened. And to Emily. Some of Emily Rose. She starts getting all contorted and all weird. And I'm fully contorted. So I start freaking out. So I'm like, I'm praying the rosary in my head and like out loud being like, no devil. <laughs> Demon be gone. <laughs> By the power of Christ compels you. Like just like freaking out. Da, da, da. It takes me about a half an hour to get my hand at least open enough to call 911 on my phone. And I'm like, I'm on the side of the highway. I can't move. I don't know what's going on. Da, da, da. 
So the paramedics show up, and obviously they think I'm, I'm like insane. They think I'm a crazy person. That is a that's a common plight for the possessed. You know, right? no one believes them. Right, the that's stigma of being possessed. They just think you're nuts. Mm-hmm. So uh, I try to explain to them that I'm clearly possessed by a devil, and, <laughs> and they're it's not, not taking it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so they pick me up, they bring me into the into the ambulance, and they shoot me out with something. They give me a needle, and all of a sudden I can move my arms and stuff. And they're like, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? They're like, well, you were hyperventilating, uh, probably. When you're hyperventilating, you get too much oxygen in your blood, and your muscles will try to push that blood out, so your whole body will like contort like that. It's pretty normal. And I was like, I wasn't hyperventilating. Like, I, I would have known that. Like, maybe after I thought I was being possessed, I did, but like, not when my arm actually started going weird. And they're like, well, we'll go to the hospital, we'll do some blood tests, whatever. Go to the hospital, do some blood tests. I come home, whatever. Two weeks go by. They give me a call. And they say, hey, we have your blood tests and all that. Um, it's positive for Lucifer. <laughs> you were definitely possessed by the devil. So we're sorry we didn't take it seriously. And I'm like, yeah, do you work on commission? Put it in writing <laughs> and make it in color. No, they say, it's, you probably had West Nile virus. He said probably had West Nile virus. I'm like, that seems like something you should be sure of, first of all, one. And two, what? Like West <laughs> Nile virus? So I lived by Conshohocken River, which had like that summer had West Nile virus like running through the town. But it's like bad for like old people and babies, but not like. People with compromised immune systems. Yes, pussies. So yeah. <laughs> it's old people, <laughs> babies, and me <laughs> that have these troubles. And I'm like, okay, well, can I? should I come in and get some medicine? And he's like, well, the amoxicillin you were on for your strep throat is the exact same thing we would have given you for this. So you're probably fine. So There's a lot of probably I was coming gonna, from this He doctor. says probably twice to me. Um Maybe they were just messing with me because I was crazy. But, you know, I could have had West Nile virus or I could have been possessed. Both of those are pretty cool. Both of those probably happened. Probably happened. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Whether or not you had West Nile or you were possessed mm-hmm. by a ghost, you know. I was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One thing for sure. One thing that's guaranteed to happen on this podcast is a sponsor. Sponsor. I think you know you you realize you saw this podcast as like wow that's a, that podcast is a big deal mm, probably. and you thought you were intimidated you thought you know because we weren't getting a lot of sponsor requests mm-hmm. so obviously what it was is you guys yeah you guys were intimidated thinking oh they wouldn't pick me there, there's so many people yeah. vying for this sponsorship yeah. and yeah. the fact of the matter is that just wasn't the case no but it was because more, a lot of people wanted to but they just didn't think they were going to get it yeah totally. so then when we had that week you know where, where no one wrote yeah. in yeah. Then and then we told you guys that no one wrote it. People realized, you know, oh, I do have a shot with her. I might have, yeah. You know? They thought we were a much more popular girl than we oh. were. And, but we are. So that's the thing. So yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to tell you is that this we week. Are we are out of your league, but we need sponsors. Yeah. Essentially. But, but like, please play with us still. <laughs> this week we had a lot of requests. Okay. Like multiple requests. Yeah. And we had to narrow it down. And we had to pick just one, which was. I know. It's hard. It was hard, but it hard made me do. feel very powerful. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's tell you a little bit about our sponsor. So our sponsor this week was actually nominated by someone else. Carly wrote in on behalf of her unsuspecting husband, whose Instagram handle is at Compton, C-U-M-P-T-O-N. And 
And if you search for him on Instagram, even though you're using the exact name of his handle, he still shows up like 10 names down because his Instagram account is that a lot of time into it is, is that small and inconsequential. There's four photos. Ryan hit me with those photos. What I'm, are they? I'm doing of? this without looking. So because you're a right fan now, now. Right? you're a fan. I, I looked at it this morning. I like all those four photos so much that I can remember in my head. First one parachute. This guy, and he, the caption was sometimes I jump out of planes. Casual. Got me right off the bat. I'm like, yes. Want to know more. Tell me more. Uh, then the second one was like him hiking, I think. And the third one's also like him hiking, but he's like on a bridge. Um, and then the last one was like a skyline, I think, of New York. But I don't know my cities very well. Yeah. So, what, Ryan, what are we doing? What are we doing here with this guy? Well, I think we want to set up some sort of narrative to make his life exciting. Not like mean. Nothing mean. But a mystery. Uh, yeah, add to a little build mystery. a little mystery for him. So my idea was, whether you're a bit baby or a muchacho, you go to at Compton, and and you search because it's gonna it's, yeah, it's gonna be kind of hard take, to find him. It's gonna take you a minute. Once you find him and you find those four great photos, just start adding the rock on Instagram, um, on on all the comments. Just be like at the rock, like this is great at the rock, just like you said. At the Rock, at the Rock, and he's gonna think the Rock mentioned the Rock him. mentioned him or like called it out, and he's gonna be losing his mind. He's gonna be reading all these like the Rock's Twitter and like looking up YouTube. <laughs> like, did he say? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> and if he DMs you, just be like, block him. Yeah, just block. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Compton, straight out of Compton, we're coming for you. So we're hoping you guys are interested in maybe playing along, you know, let's see if we can get a couple, you know, at the rock or at Dwayne the rock. I don't know what the rocks Instagram handle is, but you know, and at like, yeah, man, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you said. Oh, totally. (laughs) Did you see this one? (laughs) Yeah. The rock. Uh You're right. (laughs) And let's just see this guy lose his mind. And uh, what was the, his girlfriend's name? Carly, it's his wife. Car- Carly uh, has to. You need to take detailed notes of him talking to you, of like and this report thing is back. going on, and you need to keep a straight face and just be like, I have no idea, <laughs> and report back to the a bit much podcast. Ooh, I'm excited. I like messing with people. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> you won't know what hit him. I was sad that. Something that hasn't happened on the sponsorship side that we literally asked for was how we could, like, set people up with other people and do dating and that kind of thing. And then Chelsea made the point of, like, well, you don't want to set people up because, God forbid, like, something happens weird and then we're responsible. So we thought instead we'd do some dating tips. We would share from the perspective of people that haven't dated in 10 years, how do you land someone? Yeah. (laughs) We know – all about dating in it. this modern tech century because, you know, when we dated, Blockbuster was still open. Absolutely. Our first date was on Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> so uh, do you want me to share mine first? I would love to hear your dating tips. Kind of excited to hear okay. what they are. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote something down. It's, I wrote it. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. The, the name of this is Mysterious Guys. Oh. Like most boys, I don't know a lot about girls. 
I don't know if they like being hit on, if size matters, or where they pee out of. It's a mystery, like the Bermuda Triangle. No one knows for sure what's going on down there. I'm certainly no Don Juan, so I'm probably not the best person to give advice. But one thing I do know is girls like mysterious guys. Like next time you're on a blind date, show up and hand the girl a snow globe without saying a word. Then be like, I'm going to go use the bathroom and then just drive off and never talk to her again. It'll drive her crazy. That's why if I was out on a date and things were getting stale, I would pay the waiter $40 to come up to the table and say, sorry to interrupt, Mr. White, but tiramisu is not on the menu. And then give me a menacing nod. Then I'd pause for a second, put a very concerned look on my face, jump up, punch the waiter in the jaw, flip the table, grab my tape by the hand and say, they found me. We have to leave now. Follow me. Then we dart out the back door, jump into my sweet car. I swerve out of the parking lot and say, I'm so sorry you've become a part of this, but if you don't do what I say, they'll kill you to get to me. At this point, her pulse would be racing. I weave in and out of traffic and look up every couple of seconds like I'm scanning for helicopters. Then I yell, how do they know about Berlin? Your cell phone. Give me your cell phone. Then I open up the back of her cell phone and just say, bugged, and throw it out the window of my Mr. BC Lancer. Then I'll say something like, are you with them? Who sent you? Are you KGB? CIA? Black Ops? Then she'll start crying and exclaim, no one sent me and I have no idea what's going on. Then I pull over under a bridge. I tell her I believe her and she's the only one I can trust. I give her a pensive yet hopeful look and tell her to meet me at the Marion Hotel under the name Samantha Stone in 40 minutes. I mention that it's a matter of national security. After we hook up, I tell her I have to go underground for a few weeks and get off the grid and lay low. It's too dangerous to take you with me, but I'll never forget you. They usually see me at a Jamba Juice a few weeks later and get really upset, but deep down I think they had a really good time. So what you're telling me is you're not in the CIA. Um, I cannot deny or confirm that statement. You're an asshole. <laughs> Your dating tip is just to ghost a girl after you hook up with them. This is for other people. This not is, for me. Well, this is other people are jerks, right? Yeah, but this is I what give everyone's them a already, fun way to be a jerk. This is what everyone's already doing, though. How is this a tip? <laughs> this is what dating is: is that people ghost you? Listen, from what I hear, that's what I assume dating is. What's your fancy tip for picking up boys? I, I don't know. I, I can't give you a universal dating tip, but I think I, I can do. just. I think I can explain how I landed my man, <laughs> and see if maybe it could work for you guys too. <laughs> So I guess I'll give it's you... It's a big feat, guys. So I guess I'll give you the origin story of, you know, the beginning <laughs> of Ryan and Chelsea. <laughs> so about nine and a half years ago, Ryan and I met on the internet. And we met on the internet before it was cool and mm-hmm. normal to meet on the internet. So we, like, couldn't really tell people around us. We, like, lied and, like, I said I met you on a... It was still embarrassing. <laughs> I, I said I met you on a train in San Francisco when you were visiting. <laughs> I said a train. And you said that you met me in a bar before in Philly before I was drink. even old. Like, okay. they weren't smart stories. We're but, you know, just, lies. like, someone asked you and then you're just like, ah, you, you blurted out a lie. Just, <laughs> really, you know, whatever. So the first time, a couple months after we met, you know, we talked all the time. And my mom, against the advice of every Lifetime movie I've ever seen... Was like you should probably like go and meet this guy so you'll just stop wasting your time talking to him and figure out if you like him or not. Yeah, thanks, mom. So my mom bought me like a plane ticket for like yeah. a multiple layover, like three a.m. Yeah. flight. It was a, you know, but I did it for love. It was, nice. I'd never fly like that again because I fly private now. So you know. Was it worth it? 
let me work it. I, <laughs> I tried to say it like Missy Elliott. In reverse it. I, don't, I don't understand. Just flipping reverse it. Okay. Um, and so, <laughs> and so I arrived in Philadelphia and my mom and I had actually had a safe word, which was iceberg, where if Ryan mm. was a rapist, I needed to call her and say iceberg. And I don't know what she was going to do after that, like alert the Philadelphia police <laughs> department to find me. But that was just it. And again, as I said, I like to mess with people. So like I land and I'm like, this guy seems harmless. So I call my mom and I'm like, uh, iceberg. And then I'm like, just kidding. And she, we're laughing. But, you know, for a second, I was just trying to convince her I was kidnapped and going to die. It was very awkward for me because we like just met and you get in my car and you're like, got to call my mom. You're like, iceberg. It, like it was queer code. And I was like, oh, is that code? Like I hate for him. like yeah, I saw him and no, no. <laughs> so we drive to your apartment and I think mm-hmm. it's like oh what should we do why don't we go rent a movie this, this is, is back when you rented movies yeah this guys. is back when you fucking rented DVDs and so we we go to Blockbuster and this is where you know you got to be a couple steps ahead of your date you got to pick a movie that's gonna set the mood that's gonna let your date know a little bit about you. So we're walking down the aisle. It's like, do you like scary movies? Do you like romantic movies? What? And, you know, we both kind of agreed, like, oh, we kind of like thrillers. We kind of like, you know, spooky movies. I kept pitching porn, and you were like, no, we yeah. can't watch porn. Yeah, I was no, like, okay, I, I, just, I just felt like it was, you know, inappropriate for the first date. Maybe the second, but just not okay. the first, okay? No, it made sense. So we come upon the movie Hard Candy, starring Ellen Page. And I'm just going to spoil the movie for you right now because it's yeah. part of the fucking story. So if you haven't seen it, it came out <laughs> over 9.5 years ago. I've been waiting a decade to watch it. <laughs> so the, the premise of the movie is that Ellen Page mm-hmm. is this person who looks like a young child and she's meeting people on the internet and you kind of are going into this movie thinking that she is being preyed upon, mm-hmm. but in fact she is the predator. She preying, She's baiting the pedophiles to come in. So I thought that was kind of a fun parallel to pick that movie that Ryan knew nothing about. So Ryan was like, oh, I've never heard of Hard Candy. I had already seen it. And I was like, it'll be perfect. Yeah. You were being like <laughs> weird about it. I was like, okay, whatever. I was just like, it'll just, we have to watch this now. This is, this is too good. We have to watch this movie. I thought it was hysterical. Like, it's a movie about a girl... It's- like chopping off somebody's penis or castrating a guy yeah, who she so met on the crazy. internet who like you know okay, is, that, is that any better of a movie it would have been fine if you didn't fall asleep while we were watching it when the plot twist came yeah so i i was you know as i said i had a very uh like i had a flight that was in the middle of the night i had a bunch of layovers i was exhausted so like the second we got on the couch i just passed out and fell asleep and he's watching this movie like looking at me looking at the movie looking at me looking at the movie like ah what have i gotten myself into i'm like was she planning to kill me right when the plot twist came like and she just happened to fall asleep and now i have a second chance to run out of here (laughs) (laughs) so that's the origin story of ryan and chelsea truly and and i think that that i put all the cards out on the table you know right when i met him this is who i am i find this fucked up situation funny and if you can get past that i think we're going to be good yeah and i i liked it a lot once i started getting your sense of humor and I think the next night I took out for steaks and you spit the gristle out, like you ate the fat and then just went like, no, and like spit it out on the plate. I would never spit it out. I would I think take you, it out of my mouth with my <laughs> all hand. chewed up which with is, your hand. Oh, that's you know better. when you get those bits that that's, you can't, it's like, so what am I supposed better. to sit here and struggle through eating a piece of yeah. rubber? No. 
No, you crashed that like manic pixie girl fantasy I had. And just it was just like, all right, this is just a person. (laughs) We've been together ever since. Right. So I think the key for dating is um, be mysterious. Be mysterious. Right. You make them think you're going to kill them. Yes. I think that for me and you, that actually that song is pretty good. That went through yeah. both stories, actually. There was the theme of possible death. Yeah. So I think if you scare someone mm. so much, they'll stay with you. Yeah. You know, because you create that emotional bond. Also, this whole episode has the theme of just mystery. We're building a, a rock story, the mystery story with our sponsor. I had mystery. You built a mystery of, is this woman going to kill me? Which I still wake up thinking. Mm-hmm. So I think we're pretty good. I think a good a good emoji for this would be... The sucker candy. Mm, in honor of hard candy. In honor of hard candy. So put that up on the Bit Much Pod uh, Instagram. And uh, don't put it on um, Compton's, Compton's Instagram. Yeah, we don't he want is, any traces of is, evidence. You guys are getting a lot of homework this episode. Yeah, okay? I feel bad. Most podcasts would tell you rate and review five stars. No. Your homework from us is one punch a dolphin. I didn't tell you guys that, but <laughs> you need to go punch a dolphin in the face, preferably in the little snout. Two, mess with... Uh, at Compton. Mess with at Compton. Carly's husband. Carly's husband. And then three, throw up a hard candy emoji onto the Bit Much Pod Instagram. Thank you very much for listening, you guys. And join us next week, uh, as long as Chelsea hasn't already left me and started her third podcast. So I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this latest episode of She Seems Cool Podcast. What? Uh, yeah, that this is, is just the true. best podcast that I it, am on, and oh and and just I'm think, get, getting my lawyers in the room now. Elizabeth Rice Esquire, you're in trouble. Yeah, Elizabeth Esquire is uh, <laughs> representing me, and you're. I'm, I'm not coming back for ten percent. I'm coming back for all of it. You better lawyer up, asshole. Well, Elizabeth Rice Esquire is my lawyer. <gasps> Elizabeth, it has a conflict of interest. She picks me. I was paying her in glitter because girl got glitter. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much. Leave a hard candy for us. Yes. Thank you for giving us hot six. Ooh. Mm. How long did this hot six last? Hot six is over and we're all disappointed. What's new? (laughs) Hot six is over and no one's satisfied. See you next time. Hot six is over, and I feel sticky. Mm. Hot six is over. Time for a sad shower. <laughs> <laughs> I really should pee after this. <laughs> <laughs>